Hello everyone, I hope everyone's doing well. Today, as you can see in the title, I would like to discuss the concept of less is more. Less is more or can be used interchangeably with the term minimalism, which I'm sure some of you have heard of. So anyone who's not heard of these terms, minimalism or less is more, it is a very, very profound and important concept and it's actually quite popular. And it describes the idea that simplicity and minimalism can lead to a more fulfilling and focused and effective life as opposed to complexity and excess and convolution and too much stuff and always adding stuff on top and on top and on top. Less is more. Well, the, how, how I first came across less is more is me and a group of friends were discussing an uncomfortable subject and one of them, who the uncomfortable subject relates to, said, less is more, less is more, change the subject, change the topic, let's move on. And it's not the first time, that actually, I've heard that the phrase or that statement, but it really hit me there, less is more. And this was less is more as it relates to not rambling on and on and on and talking just complete rubbish and stuff that's useless. But less is more is actually a concept that applies to so many different areas of life, so many different activities, so many different lifestyles, and can be incorporated into all these different areas to lead to a more concentrated, uh, more profound, effective, and focused life. Now, as I said, it's an increasingly important concept, especially in our modern world, which is a modern world of overabundance, of excess. It's become more and more important, in fact, imperative on us to declutter and filter out physical and mental distractions. So, as I said, it's a concept that applies to many different areas. For example, product design. Product design with, let's say, a website or an application or an app. It leads to a more user-friendly experience. If it's a clean, intuitive design, it's just more easy on the eye and it's easier to use. Now, if you compare that with a website or an app that's just got so many different layers and excess information, how successful is it likely to be? Uh, or you have writing and communication and speaking, as I mentioned before. When you have words and language that is concise and clear, it's much more powerful and punchy and impactful uh, and memorable than language that is just rambles on and on and on and you know it's very important to be able to get to the point to be precise to be short and punchy but there are a few areas that I want to focus on specifically in relation to this video and that is minimalism and the concept of less is more as it relates to number one consumerism Number two, the digital world. And number three, the gym. As it relates to consume, uh, consumerism, this is about conscious consumption and avoiding excess material possessions. So it's about valuing quality over quantity. It's about valuing experiences over materials and objects. Yes, it is nice to have objects and items of possession and cars and fancy things and all that kind of thing 
But it's not just that, it relates to everyday objects. I mean, look at Amazon. I guarantee you that many, many, many households are filled with just absolute garbage that you don't even need, that takes up all of that space, and it's just wasted your money. And that's the problem, consumerism has only risen and risen and risen over the years. And that is the hamster wheel of consumerism, that you can never have enough, that you always need more. And you can constantly bombarded with advertisements and marketing that is telling you you need to eat more, you need to shop more, you need to indulge more. And this has no limitation on it. This is just going to keep you buying and shopping and wanting and has no limit to it. Whereas if we talk about experience, you know, like skydiving or traveling to a new place or trying a new activity or doing something uncomfortable. Now, that kind of thing, you're not going to want to be able to, you, want, you don't want to do that over and over and over and over again. It's not about the quantity. It's about the quality. It's about you cher cherishing and having experienced that moment in your life that is rich and fulfilling. And that is, this is something that I have implemented into my own life. I used to be a voracious consumer, you know, eBay, Amazon, always ordering products. It gets to a point where you're just buying for the dopamine, you know. You're not even buying because you actually need these items. You're just buying all of, up all of these different garbages and contraptions that accumulate and take up more and more space in your household that stress you out, you know, and take up your mental energy and don't give you a clear you know, organized place to live and to work, and eventually that stuff needs to be sorted out. So that's something that is extremely important, that we try to avoid it as much, our, as, much as possible to change our shopping and consuming habits and focus on the, on the, on the quality. Not, not, of course, you're always going to have to buy things, but putting aside experiences, we're focusing on the things that we truly need and that we truly have utility for. The next thing I wanted to talk about is digital minimalism, applying the concept of less is more as it relates to our digital, our online life, which is obviously something that has become a large part of our lives in the modern day. That's why it's so important that we need to talk about less is more concept in relation to digital world. And this is something that has affected me deeply on my laptop, on my phone for several, several years. I just had so much storage and media and files and applications, just a bunch of rubbish cluttering up my phone and my laptop and I had no use for it and it was so disorganized and I can tell you that it is absolutely impossible, well for me it was anyway, if not absolutely impossible, then extremely difficult for you to actually be productive and to get your work done when every time you open up your phone or your laptop screen, you're just met with a barrage of applications and icons and buttons and words and things that are all unorganized and out of place. How can you navigate around that? You know, I had so much stuff. I had applications. I had, you know, I used Evernote and my Evernote was just files here, files unlabeled there bookmarks, web pages, just, I just had enough and I said, you know what, I am going to exert the mental energy that is required to just sit down and focus and declutter the hell out of my laptop and phone. 
and strip it down to the bare minimum. And the filtering process happens by me asking at each step of the way, do I really need this? You know, can I justify this application? Can I justify this account? Can I justify this? Align it to your goals and values. If it's something that's going to propel you forward and you have absolute utility for, that's something that you keep. If not, straight into the trash can. And having done that and decluttered everything and simplified my digital experience, I can say now that I'm a lot more productive and a lot more fulfilled. And I became quite interested in the subject as well because looking around me, I could see that other people as well have an absolute digital mess, so to speak. And I became interested in the subject and one thing led to another and it led me onto a book called Digital, Digital Minimalism by Carl Newport. I'm not sure if you've heard of this book. In this book, he basically argues that our constant use of digital devices and screens and social media has led to us living a very distracted, unfocused life that diminishes our well-being. And he proposes several approaches that we can implement for a mindful and intentional use of technology that's going to maximize its benefits while reducing the negatives. Because at the end of the day, you're not going to be able to escape technology. And nor should you either. Because technology is very useful. It's very helpful. It helps us to be more efficient. Um, it helps us to be more productive, to produce more, to have more output. But only when we do it properly. And to do it properly, you have to be very conscious, intentional, and deliberate about how you use it. Otherwise, it's just going to sway you and you'll be confused, disoriented, and unorganized. So there are several different principles or concepts or strategies or approaches, if you like, that he mentions in this book that will allow you to have this more uh, digital, minimalistically digital uh, life and uh, applying this concept of less is more. One of those that stood out to me the most is taking a complete break and absence from the digital world and from social media. You do this to spend your time instead on high quality, meaningful activities outside of, the, outside of the digital realm, whether that's spending time with loved ones or your friends, spending time in nature, reading, exercising, you know, any kind of leisurable activities or, or hobbies that you have uh, in order for you to actually engage in real life world experiences, you know, taking a break from that constant barrage, that stimuli, that distraction, so you can actually live what is supposed to be the human experience. And a lot of this has got to do with just going back to the basics, to what they used to do back in the day, human beings, you know, reading, you know, stuff like spending time with people, being outdoors. This is stuff that's supposed to be normal, but due to the increasingly prevalent use of digital screens and constantly being in front of these screens and devices, that's something that's starting to become lost and neglected and something that's very scary. So part of digital minimalism is for you to actually take structured and routine breaks from it. And I've done this myself and I'm sure many people who try this at the very start, you're going to be itching for your phone, you're going to feel naked and irritable without uh, that, you know, having your devices right next to you 
quick access. So, but once you get past that first hurdle, and you actually have these proper human, real life, meaningful experiences where you engage in real world, you know, flesh and blood stuff, that's going to be something that's very meaningful, and it's going to increase your well-being both mentally and physically. It's a very important book, you know. When you're minimal with your technology and you're minimal with your, you know, digital activities, it's going to have an absolutely positive transformation on your life, on your relationships, on your productivity, you know. So it's, it's very essential that you do this kind of stuff, you know, being selective with what you download or use and taking uh, regular breaks from it. And that's just what's going to allow you to have that concentration is going to allow you to have that focus which is extremely important you know you're not going to escape it you're still going to be using that those these uh, digital devices but now you're using them in a complete with a new with a completely new approach one that will give you the confidence that you know you have the self-control that you use it intentionally when you want to use it and yet you have a strong degree of autonomy over what is presented to you on the screen, you know, you're not a slave to the algorithm, the algorithm is in fact a slave to you, so I highly recommend this book, I highly recommend this book for a complete recalibration of our digital lives and our relationships with technology, very essential, very important, so I've realized I've spent a lot of time talking about the digital part, and I should do, because that should constitute the uh, longest chunk of this video, because it's such a, a big part of our lives now, technology. So, obviously, consumerism is as well. But that digital minimalism, you know, if you don't want to read the book, you can listen to it or get a summary and implement that, because it's very important. Next, moving on, I would like to talk about the gym. How can we apply minimalism and less is more to the gym I've been training for five years now and when I started off in the gym I was a newbie didn't have a personal trainer or anything and when you're new to it you don't know what you're doing and you're having so many different sources of information a lot of them conflicting about what exercises to do and how long your training should be and all kinds of different uh, fitness tips and advice and structures and routines just bundled together and you go to the gym and you do like 13 different exercises and you do this and you do that. it's a mess and what has happened over the years is that mess and that sort of disorganization disorientation that excess overabundance it's concentrated and concentrated and concentrated into now something that is minimal something that is less is more something that focuses on the foundational compound exercises my training is not something that gets lost or dabbles in all of these different fancy exercises and techniques and this kind of reps and periodization and all that kind. no i have a certain number of exercises that build the most muscle i don't spend hours in the gym in fact i probably spend maximum three to three and a half hours in the gym i'm very conservative with the amount of sets and reps that i do i make everything that i do in the gym count and then that way ha you guessed it less is more i'm doing less but what i'm doing i'm doing so powerful i'm doing so focused i'm doing so concentrated that it's leading to all of the results
And I don't need to be spending hours and hours and hours in the gym. No, I can focus on what's important and do it really well. And that way, I'm going to be able to see progress. So, so far, what have we seen? That less is more is a concept that applies, as I said in the start, in many different areas and endeavors and activities in your life. Consumerism, the digital world, and the gym, which is why I wanted to speak about. And actually, I am going to give you a bonus less is more implementation. And that is as it relates to time management. Time management. Less is more. How do we apply it with time management? Well, we simply apply it by focusing on those tasks that are essential and those tasks that are truly important in order for us to be more effective, efficient and productive. Now, time management varies for so many people. There are so many... Look, this is less is more within less is more, like an inception. Time management, there are so many different time management techniques out there. Now, you could do Google Calendar, you could do, you know, this time blocking, you can do eating your frog and all these different techniques. But if you want to be productive with your time, to the extent that you don't even want to waste time finding time management stuff to fix your time and manage it well, then just do less is more. Implement what I just mentioned. Focus on those important, valuable tasks that are the most important to you and align with your goals and values. Those tasks that cannot be automated or outsourced or eliminated. Focus on all of those and just completely disregard the rest. Do what's important. And this also relates to the Pareto Principle, which I talk about a lot in my videos. The Pareto Principle, if you haven't heard of it, 20% of your effort leads to 80% of the results. That applies to, again, so many different areas of life. But as it relates to time management and personal productivity, less is more. Find out what those 20% tasks are that are extremely valuable, that are extremely worthwhile, and hammer them in. Hammer them in and you will see what the results will be. So, to conclude, less is more. Simplicity. Elegance. Eliminate the unnecessary. Whatever you're doing in life, whether that be your sports, your hobbies, your career, your gym life, your relationships, just focus on that which is necessary, essential, meaningful, and you'll definitely be experiencing these positive transformations in your life. You'll be leading a much better life. Doing less and doing it properly is far, far greater and better than spreading yourself too thin, which will lead you to doing everything badly. And one final thing I wanted to conclude with is something that contains profound wisdom. Timeless wisdom, actually. Less is more as it applies to talking less and listening more. One mouth, two ears. Even nature, the very anatomy of the human structure, is saying the ratio is one to two of talking and listening. Talk less, listen more. And that is why I'm going to leave you with that and stop talking now so I can go and listen to probably an older video of mine or something. Anyway, I hope you learned something today in this video and I'll catch you next time.